Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Don't Blame Me. If you are watching this and you heard the whole hype up for this last week's episode, <laughs> this is the last time we're recording it over Zoom. It was supposed to be. I just got my period. And if you're watching the video, I apologize because I think I look like the personification of unwell. <laughs> like, I, I don't say you look better than you looked like 30 minutes ago. Yeah, I, I I've been I'm I'm struggling, not doing super hot. Um, but, uh, that's why we're doing it over zoom just because 
I had months to clean and set up the room for us to record. Naturally, I didn't. (laughs) So the day that it came, I was dying. So this will be. Yeah. If you're watching for me, you'll notice that it's very messy behind me. That's because I thought, yeah, it's very messy. I thought we weren't going to be recording so um, <laughs> so i didn't clean up so both sides of your screen there's something going on yeah i mean there's... if you're looking here there's a little hint of something oh there is a hint of something wow what nice beautiful colors yeah hmm. 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 everybody's immediately signing up for patreon just to get fine <laughs> like for one dollar i want to know what they're talking about <laughs> Yeah, $1 sign up or the $5 tier. Um, So we're an advice podcast. If you're new here, you call in, you leave us voicemails, and then we give you amazing life-changing advice. And the we is me, hello, Megan, and then my fantastic co-host, Melissa. Hello. Hello. And if you want to call in for an upcoming episode, you can leave us a voicemail at 310-694-0976. And international listeners, you can send us an audio message at meganpodcast at gmail.com. We ask that you are 18 or over, have your parents' permission. You write it down. Practice what you're going to say. That's how you can get a gold star in the book of Melissa. How many people do you think have gold stars? Um, They've since gotten I started, more recent. Since I started handing them out, there's only been two. <laughs> But um, I mean, there's been more, but the ones that really just jump out at me. Yeah. There's only been two. So there's participation awards and then gold stars. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, I've announced the two that have gotten them. So that is true. That is true. Um, What else? Oh, let us know your pronouns. And yeah, you've only got three minutes and that's when you'll get cut off. Not by us, but by the Google voice number. Someone did leave a send a voicemail in that was seven minutes and it will not be used because we said it applies yeah, to just, like <laughs> the ones that you mail in as well it, it has to be three minutes three minutes three minutes i also have adhd to so my attention span y'all i take notes too so she does i've recently started it is helpful for me not to like even really reference back to but just to like to actually write it down and see to it pay attention also mm-hmm. while it's happening it like helps my brain. Um, but yeah, what's new with you? Um, nothing really new. Last night I was crying a lot because, oh. you know, Good. one like period probably coming. Yeah. But also this monkey that I follow on TikTok died. <laughs> Lisa, when I tell you I've cried 15 times every day, I'm going to cry. Just from I, you yeah, saying like, that. I was like, it was, I was super sad and upset. And I watched, I literally watched this monkey. Wait, His is name this the is monkey George. who gets like silly bands and stuff? Yeah, and gets the one that gets, yeah, the guy, he, the, his name's George and he, people send him presents yeah. and stuff and he opens them and figures out how to use them and stuff. And he was getting like a routine dental exam and <gasps> they found out that he had like an underlying condition while he was getting the exam and he died. Like his, like his fella that I don't want to say owns him, but his human, yeah, yeah. his human was like crying yesterday, like because he hadn't posted in a couple of days, and I was like, "What is up?" And then his human got on and said, and he was crying the whole time, and yeah, oh. he's like, "We we have so many videos, so I'll still post until we run out." <sighs> 
but it really the- it really fucked me up last night i just like, need everyone to know this is the personification of a podcast of two women who hang out so much that their cycles are sick yes we're in the intro and we're crying i know oh my god yeah Dude, and I didn't I, tell you last night because I knew that you were yeah. on your period. But like, that's why it took me so long to respond to you last night. Oh, I was I, like more in mourning. I no, I would have. I mean, I was sobbing hysterically yesterday from a video of a uh, alive and healthy well dog just mm-hmm. being a dog, and I was mm-hmm. inconsolable. Inconsolable. Mots told me that Luther comes back, is back, and we have new episodes. I burst into tears, mm-hmm. and he was like, "I don't know what the fuck to do with you," and I was like, "I don't know either." But wow. But rest oh. in peace, George. You brought me so much joy. So much I was like joy. on his TikToks, like leaving all these comments. And I look like, I mean, oh. I just. That makes me so sad. Yeah. We don't deserve animals. No. Oh. And he was so wow. smart too. Yeah. Like he figure out how to use things. Well, monkeys, that's like the whole thing that yeah. is like so when i watch a video of like a monkey like any different kind of like whether from, from really huge apes to like well i guess they're all considered a primate family um yeah, primate, yeah. but like it doesn't feel like you're watching an animal mm-hmm. do you know what i mean i'm like this is like it's yeah. just like a little baby figuring stuff yeah out. it's like this is a this is a person this is like yeah. a this is a baby like this is like or like and like this is you are probably smarter than me like this yeah. isn't like not that other animals aren't, but like that communication wise, because like, you know, evolution, mm-hmm. there's like this weird. I don't have people who can like see monkeys and like watch how they interact and be like, nah. Oh, that makes but... me so sad. Oh, okay. <sighs> Woo! Wow. I guess I'll, let me let me come up with something more uplifting for my <laughs> update um, or what's new with me, because it's going to take me a Oh, um last weekend because yeah we didn't record last weekend um one of my best friends jerry moved to town and i am so excited so 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 excited her place is really cute we moved her in she had the most dramatic move in day (laughs) i it's insane she like she's a virgo so she is like the most i also I, i need to like i need to look at what her chart is specifically but she's almost like almost everything in her chart is virgo like she is the most virgo virgo minus school like she was not that into school did she love the aesthetics great handwriting yes Uh like academics are not her shit so she moved with like 10 bottles of wine she moved with like toilet paper toilet like sponges like she didn't when we went to get stuff at target it was like four things that she forgot or one thing that broke on the way there but like she fucking moved with toilet paper like with washcloths with cotton rounds like i'm like you are insane but she had ordered all of her furniture ahead of time and like all of her decor and so like everything was you know getting there and arriving in the day before that i got there or maybe it was actually that mo- i think it was actually that morning the couch arrived and she was so happy it was so it was stressful nice well the issue was that was a chair that you saw well but so yeah. the couch it's a very large chair mm-hmm she's also very tiny <laughs> the couch arrived uh because how tall are you she, she's shorter than you is she how tall are you five almost one yeah you, she's shorter than you she's four eleven and like three quarters maybe do you have any friends no, i guess lily <laughs> lily yeah lily is lily is my tallest friend and like i've never had friends at all jake <laughs> jake is tall and kyle but they don't oh, females yeah. yeah okay no i don't 
I don't. Everyone's very petite. Also, if you saw all of my, like the girls that I still talk to uh, and I've like on good terms that I went to college with, they're all, all your guys' height. <laughs> like everyone's tiny. Um, so they were like, the the delivery guy came in and he came in hot. Would Couch wouldn't fit. Like wouldn't he fit was actually anyway. hot or he just came in? Came hot. in fucking hot. He was supposed okay. to be two people like to do, the, it's like a fucking massive couch. And he was like, no, it'll just be me. And then he was asking like Sydney and Jerry, like, can you help? And they were like, no like i can she help you but for like, like white glove service yeah and also they're like i'm not i can't hold if you're having str- trouble like i can't both of us don't equal one of you strength wise and also like we're not tall enough to lift this where you need us to um and as they like tried every way to get it and it just wasn't getting in like just the angle of it just doesn't work and as he was pulling out he was like late and so then he was like late for another job and so he just pulled out too fast never pull out too fast he kicked over a pipe burst a pipe <gasps> the and all of the water in the entire building shut down for oh a my full gosh. day like the full day pissed. oh you know and he like shatters all of this stuff so there's like plastic and glass like everywhere and he like was blocking like all of these people in who then like, were kind of being late to work and it was like there's a whole ordeal that it was like literally jerry being like hello i live here now <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> so sorry yeah it was i felt so bad for her but she ordered a new couch so hopefully it'll be there soon but her place is very cute and i'm like so happy to have her here but yeah that's my update right thank you yeah. for that beautiful update you're welcome so should we get into our update yes let's do it all right so this is from season seven episode 22 let's get into it hi i was the caller asking for advice about how to bridge the topic of asking someone their political alignment because I had met someone on a dating app who was supposedly previously listed as a conservative, according to my sister, who was also on that dating app. But when we had matched, it no longer said that in his bio. And from talking to him, I wasn't sure how to bring up the subject. End of story. He, he, he's out. We, we've moved on. Um, there wasn't any big falling out or anything. I think what had happened was he saw that I post things on my Instagram story, like about politics, about my beliefs, about social issues, whatnot. And I think maybe that led him to ghost me. And I don't really know, like, I'm, I didn't spend much time on that because honestly, I dodged a bullet like if that was what led him to want to stop talking to me that's totally fine with me but also there was it was just going to end badly in (laughs) in any way and what you two had said about the age difference was something that I thought about a bit more because I had mentioned that I am 19 and he is 24 and he recently turned 24 and I turned 20 in August. So I'm a Leo, but um, it was, it wasn't that big of an age difference, but the fact that he acted like he was my age was a little bit like, mm, I don't love that, but I am currently in a relationship with a very nice guy and we got matching Heelys. We're going to paint them tonight. <gasps> I'm obsessed. I'm very <laughs> obsessed. I, I ship it so hard. 
Oh my God, I love it. We we got the abortion talk done the first date. Like we, we really touched all of the important issues and so things are going well with him. Um, we've been together for like a month now, so still very new, but he's actually a year younger than me. He just, he turned 19 recently and he's more mature than any of the other people I've spoken with. So I feel like for my whole dating experience, I had a dating app for about two months and have deleted them. So I feel like that was, that was a taste of what it was like. (laughs) And I, the reason I had joined was because I got out of a two-year relationship and I had always wanted like to know, like, I, I love attention. I want compliments. You're a I Leo. Just, I wanted to see yeah. what the people would say. And then I realized <laughs> it's, it takes so much energy, like having conversations with people. I don't want to do that. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm glad I found someone within a reasonable amount of time and we'll just see how that goes. But, I love yeah. it. I love that's, it too. I mean, I ship you guys so hard having matching Heelys. Like, that's so romantic. If only I was not so clumsy, I would make Mons do that. Like, oh no, that's I'm so, so cute. scared. I'm going to like break my neck. Um, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Shit. It's okay. I feel like falling together, it's a bonding experience. Aww, like, has the potential sweet. for like, let me balance on you. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it could, it could be good. It may also you, be terrible. Yeah, you know the moves. You know the moves. I love yeah, that. That's subtle. so great. I have a question. How did your yeah. sister remember him? Like, did he have a memorable profile? She just has a really good memory in general. I have lupus and also like ADHD, so brain fog is a big thing for me, and I can't like I don't I don't ever know what's going on. But she has the ability to remember conversations, outfits from like two years ago. And I'm just like, when, when did that happen? Who is that? And so I was talking to her on the phone and she was asking me how my dating app experience was going. And I was like, I met this guy, this is his name, blah, blah, blah. And she was like, wait, I know that name. And she looked up his Instagram profile based off his name. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh, I remember seeing his profile he had conservative listed in his bio and she was like, and I passed so fast. And I was like, that was not in his bio right now. Like maybe he wow. realized that people were not loving that. Yeah. And there is something about like conservative guys who go to date, like liberal girls who like think that they can change their mind. That happened to like one of my friends. And I was like, literally pulled her aside in a bathroom and we were all out drinking and I was like how drunk are you and she was like not that drunk and I was like drunk enough that I can say something mean but not so drunk that you won't forget it tomorrow and she was like sure I was like break up with this man he fucking sucks but yeah there can be this like guys who like yeah want to like indoctrinate their views on who they're dating and so it's just like a weird ego thing it's like that guy who goes to those college campuses that's like debate me about why women don't Mm. have equal rights and it's like oh shut the fuck up yeah well thank you so much for giving us the update of course it was so nice to meet you guys nice meeting you too i look forward to the episodes coming out yeah have a good rest of your day bye you too bye and we're back well that's our update and should we get into the rest of the we get into calls hi megan and melissa i am calling in because i'm in a pretty sticky situation and i was wondering if you could help me i am 18 and a leo with a libra rising and a virgo moon 
My pronouns are she, her. As a bit of background, I have never been in a relationship. I've never been asked out or even told that somebody actually likes me. And I've also always been emotionally unavailable. My whole life, I have had a crush on this guy who we will call Max. But since I've always been very shy, I've never said anything. I have known him since we were toddlers and I've really grown to like him even more. In my country, there isn't a lot of diversity, which has caused me a lot of body image issues. I am of medium build, so I've always felt like I stuck out. Most of my life, I have felt unlovable, but for the past two years, I've really grown to love myself. All to say that I know that I'm ready for a relationship and a mature one at that. As I said before, I am extremely shy, so I've never made the first move. These past few days, I've been talking with my best friend and have decided that I was going to try and show my interest a little bit more. However, last night I was in a call with two of my other friends, one that lives outside of the country, and she was telling me that her and Max were talking a lot and that they called each other often. Now I feel very discouraged since I don't want to lose the friendship with the guy, nor my friend, even though my best friend is telling me that they are both super sweet and none of them would do that. I am also starting to doubt myself, since he seems pretty into her by what she has told me. Since I've known Max for so many years, I know that he won't feel uncomfortable if I made a move. However, I don't know how to go about that. Plus, I'd feel like I'd be doing a very selfish thing since she already told me that she has a crush on Max. Which, by the way, I also let her know that I liked him because I didn't want to make her uncomfortable or feel or make her feel out of the loop. In a couple of weeks, we are actually supposed to go on a beach trip together with, along with some other friends in which I was planning to make a move. However, I don't know what to do. Plus, I no longer feel as confident as I did before. I truly don't want to seem like the asshole in the story and I really don't want to ruin two great friendships. However, I really feel like I would be missing out on something great or at least that I would put myself down because I didn't make a move. I feel like that's what has gotten me absolutely nowhere before. And I really feel like I'm ready. I really, I just really don't know what to do. So if you could help me, please, I'd really appreciate it. Thank you. If this helps the guys at cancer and I love the show, uh, you can be as mean as you want. I really don't care. Thank you. I am so stressed for you. I am too. <laughs> like this gives me like, this is probably one of the most like, I could 100% like this would have ha- like I'm sure this happens like to me in high school like this and just feels to a lot of people you know what I mean like this like yeah. this is just cuts me in the deep of like this is so relatable that like it hurts oh I mean y- this is just a risk and reward situation you know because like I think like you're saying like You've always had a crush on him, which to be fair, I know I always say like, take what people say at face value or whatever. But like, if you've had a crush on him, like for your whole life, how does one of your close friends not like pick up on it or now? Like you kind of have to work overtime to like be that you don't have a crush on him. Um, Or it's like the part where they've known each other so long It from an outsider, it might seem like that they're, you know, they've got like a brother sister relationship. Yeah, maybe. I mean, I would be crushed to have heard that. Like, just that first thing of just, like, hearing your friend's been talking to him and all of that. But the thing is, is, like, I think you have to tell him how you feel. Like, you, he's been such, like, you've had a crush on him for ages. Like, this has been such a huge 
like part of like your life. And this has been something that you felt for a really long time. And I think it's important to like let him know. Um, they're also like not dating date. I mean, they've been talking like, so I don't think that's like stepping of crossing a line. But the thing is, is like as much as you don't want to make it awkward or like lose anyone as friends, like you're only one of three in this situation and you can't control that. Like even if you want to stay friends, they might not or he might not or she might not like that's something that like trying to preserve the friendship. I think when it's a when it's three people, that's. It's next to impossible, but I think you just have to like make the right choice for you and your friend the same way that like you wouldn't want to hurt her. She knows that you like him unless you guys both pledged, like neither of us are going to do anything about it. Then I don't think it's like fair to like be so worried about her response because if she was so worried about yours, she wouldn't be talking to him, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I mean, you, it's not, and I know you're not mad at her, but you can't be mad at her or him in this situation because they were vocal about how they felt. And you, I, I mean, it's like a thing if it's like you snooze, you're, you lose. And if you don't tell him, then you might miss out on something. But it also, it also could end up where you just don't, he doesn't reciprocate your feelings. So, mm-hmm. and then also your friend could get upset, not saying that she may or may not be warranted to get upset but she might get upset and then you lose that friend too yeah but then it's also something to keep in mind too that like you might not be able to be if they end up dating you mm-hmm. might not be you able to be, be able friends, be friends, with, friends them. with them yeah like from like a you perspective sort of thing so yeah yeah so friendships may be lost no matter what you do yeah so. i think it's inevitable i don't think you have any like, unless you're a complete asshole, which you're already not. So, like, I think, like, you just have to do what's, like, right for you. And mm-hmm. what the result is is whatever the result is. Yeah. Which but sucks. I but think oh. you, I think you have to tell them. That's my opinion. I think so, too. And I really ship it. Like, I really, uh I really do. But, you know, on on the chance of it doesn't work out, too. There is something to be said about that, like, liberating feeling of, like, when you've had a crush on the same person for so long. I've had that, like, Mm -hmm. for so long that it doesn't work out. And, like, so quickly I was like, oh, my God, this was, I, I thank God. Like, like them. No, but they were just such this, like, pillar Um, in my life for so long. And it just seems so unattainable. And then when you attain it, it's just like, eh. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I've, I've had that exactly within within seconds i was like oh wow (laughs) this ain't it this ain't it okay um well let us know how it goes i'm sure everybody who has like all of all ages i think everyone can relate to like this weekend everyone's going away doing like i can just feel it i can fucking feel it and I could cast these with, like, names of kids. Like, I could, like, cast this with people in my life from, like, middle school and high school. And be like, yep. Mm-hmm. 100%. Uh, well, best of luck. And um, let us know how it goes. Hi, Megan and Melissa. I'm in need of some serious real talk, so please don't hold back. Um, I'm a 30-year-old lesbian, and I recently started dating someone. She's also 30. And we 
dated for two and a half months. We were exclusive pretty early on, but it still felt semi-casual just because she was super busy and we only saw each other a few times a week, but we had great chemistry. We really liked each other, had good conversations, wanted similar things, um, often talked about how we were excited to see where this was going to go. Uh, two weeks ago, she broke up with me. She had some health issues reoccur and she didn't want to talk on the phone about it. She texted that she was in a bad spot and just couldn't do it. And I replied saying, you know, I wish we could talk, but I can tell this is uh, a lot on your plate. So I'm not going to push it. Feel free to reach out. This woman's a badass, uh, but a total control freak. She has an extreme job and extreme hobbies. And I think she was just feeling totally out of control and was really freaked out about having to slow down and take care of herself. But I'm not sure that's true because there was no conversation about it. Um, so I was bummed, but was ready to, you know, take care of myself, move on. And this morning I got a follow request from her on Instagram. We had disconnected social media after the breakup. And so when I saw that, I, I reached out just to figure out, you know, you're trying to be friends, what's going on. And basically she responded saying, yeah, she was hoping for a friendship. And she said her health is much better, which surprised me because I guess I just assumed that her health issues would be a problem for a lot longer and that that's why she ended things, I guess. So we texted a little bit and basically I told her things ended so abruptly. I'm just a little confused. I feel like I'm missing some information there and I can't really pursue a friendship until I have a little bit more information on how she was feeling about that because I don't want to go into a friendship that's murky or mysterious and I think she understood. Basically, I said, give me a call. <laughs> like if you gain the courage or we can grab coffee. But I really tried to make it a boundary that I needed to know a bit more before we pursue anything else. I want to know from you what you think I should do. I want her in my life. I think if we do see each other, we'd either be friends with benefits or nothing. Um, I wouldn't want to be exclusive again right away if ever, just because I need someone who can communicate. And I think I'm just looking for advice on how to pursue something or if I should pursue anything at all. Anyway, thanks. <sighs> I feel so bad. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think you need to re-listen to your call. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. Like this, like... I think you sound like a really together person who's like really ready for a relationship and like very mature and understanding and the kind of person who like Sydney's one of those people that's like really good at understanding other people and like can really meet people exactly where they're at, but like have like a really strong grasp on boundaries, but like can infer a lot into what people are saying. I think that's kind of what you're doing, but she wants to be friends and the pursuing that you're asking about is like, we'd be friends with benefits. I wouldn't want to get into anything like exclusive right away. And I think that, I think it's great that you basically asked for this like relationship breakup debrief. Like I need to figure, like hear about this kind of stuff. But if you want closure. That's yeah, what it is. It's, it's exactly what it is. And you, but the closure you want is to then, I think you also kind of want to like, fix it and then but that's what the that's again. what usually people want with yeah. closure they're looking for 
an opportunity to see if this can work again. Yeah. And, and she hasn't said that she wants like your the, your ex, like she, it, it was friendship. Mm-hmm. So I think, I mean, if you wanted to be with her, I don't think you'd be calling us to ask if you would be asking, like it would be a clear cut thing. What you want is like permission to pursue if you need more information. If you want more like closure, sure. I don't think you're going to get the answer that you want as we've said before, but like, if you want her to explain more things, maybe she doesn't want to talk to you about her health issues. Mm -hmm. Maybe she, you know, she just wants a friend right now. And if she wanted to be in a relationship with you, she wouldn't have added you as a friend on Instagram. Since you guys had like a rule about if you're dating, then you wouldn't add each other on Instagram. If she wanted to date you again, she would have sent you a text message or called you. Yeah. And I think also, I think there can be something really empowering about being like, let's have like a mature conversation about why this relationship ended. And there are some people who just aren't very communicative. And there are some times where it's like, you don't want to hear what I'm going to say. Like, Mm -hmm. and I think you're a great person. I want to be your friend, but I don't, I don't know that we're going to be able to maintain a friendship if I'm telling you this kind of thing. Like it, there are some times where like sure, honesty can be the best policy, but there are sometimes that honesty is not constructive or helpful. And if that is like, I'm, I, if I were her, I might feel a little bit cornered in like having to feel like, well, like we need to talk about this. And it, I, like, how do you, do you mean like, how do you talk about it? Whether it's, if that's just not something that they're into. And I think if anything, this is like crystal clear that like this isn't, this wasn't your person. You guys aren't the right fit for each other. And like any sort of closure that you're trying to gain, I think you're reading into this as like, how can we fix this and get back together? But like her not being the same level of communicative that you are, like that's not necessarily a bad thing. Like it just doesn't, it doesn't mesh. And I think you're looking to fix something that like might not even be broken in her eyes that might just be like better off as a friendship. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah. And I wouldn't pursue. I would just like you told her, I think you like left off on a great note with her where if it's like, hey, if you do want to like be friends or whatever, like I just like would need to have some like more honest communication before it gets there, like reach out to me and then you do nothing. And if she reaches out to you, like, cool. But I think if you are looking for a relationship, you then have to be really forthcoming because she said a friendship and doesn't sound like you disagreed on the call but i think you guys just have little different ideas about what might she be going would, into it. i just want she wouldn't have added you on instagram if she wanted more yeah well hope you don't hate us she um, said we could be harsh if if she was that her or said the one before both of them did oh okay 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 yeah I love when you guys say that. It makes me feel feel a lot better. We're going to take a quick break and we will be right back. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. 
Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact? You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Today's episode is brought to you by a sponsor we love, 310 Nutrition. 310 Nutrition is helping us, you, our listeners, in the new year with protein and superfood rich products with so many options and flavors for your personal preferences. They're adding new products all of the time and I just got my, I mean, I didn't just get my package. I just got a, 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 a secondary of my package and I, as someone who needs electrolytes to function, there it's like elixir from the gods. I cannot sing their praises enough specifically the cucumber flavor of this electrolyte mix is delicious. Like it's, it's so good. I've even like had it on like ice and been like, I'm drinking like a drink drink. Like you can throw a little straw in there and it's, it's delicious. It's so good. And I just, I love, they're filled with so many great ingredients that really help if you're like me and you like, you know, medically need some electrolytes, but also if you're working out, if you're sweating hot summer day, you're going to an amusement park, you're on your feet for a long period of time, all of that. Um, most of us are not getting the electrolytes we need. Yeah, I drink mine specifically when I am working out. It's my beverage while I'm working out. I just take one stick of the hydrate, mix it in with my bottle of water. 16 ounces of water can provide the same amount of hydration equal to drinking two to three bottles of water if you got that hydrate in there. They also have the all-in-one shakes, which I absolutely love. I'm running low, so I got to get some more. But um, I love the chocolate bliss the vanilla cream the caramel sundae i have all three of those flavors sometimes i mix and match them sometimes i'll use it when i'm baking or i'll just drink it straight and it is they're so good they have a triplex protein blend plant-based proteins that include pea brown rice and pumpkin that makes it so delicious you can get fiber and superfood blends 
with more than 25 organic fibers and superfoods blended into one easy, delicious shake. And they also have 310's four shake flavor starter kit, which lets you sample all the flavors for only $9. Right now, 310 is celebrating a new year of goals with Don't Blame Me and giving our listeners 50% off up to $100 for your first order. With so many sample packs, new products, it's really fun and super easy to put together an order, or you can start a subscription on products you know you'll use. Go to 310nutrition.com and use the code Blame Me right now for 50% off up to $100 for your first order. That's 310nutrition.com and use code blame me. In our live stream, our listeners are always recommending and talking about books. So we're so excited about book of the month because this is something that our listeners are going to love. This is a brand that I've been familiar with for a, a long time. I like love watching people talk about it. I love seeing what books people are reading and like what books they have available and I, I, I love I love everything about it. So I'm so excited uh, for someone who like, <laughs> you know, the ease of getting into a book, a lot of it can feel like really daunting. So to have like a service where it's like you're going to get like high quality hardcover books, which that's my preferred way to read at incredible prices, but also curated. So it's like amazing, cool, wonderful, great. This is it's kind of like a a straight shot into that and something that book of the month you can do over and over and over again. And one of the great things about it is the longer you are part of the program, the cheaper the books get. Book of the Month's mission is to help readers discover new books they love and promote the work of emerging authors. One of the amazing things about Book of the Month is that every aspect of Book of the Month experience is designed to be fun and special for readers. First of all, the books come in a bright blue box, which is very pretty. Me and Megan were just talking about them. There's also a fun app to pick your books and track reading progress and as well there are reading challenges and rewards and book of the month makes it really easy to decide what book to read next which for me is like the biggest hurdle i love when other people make choices for me especially when they're good choices and i'm like cool i can trust you so each month the editorial team reads through hundreds of new titles and they pick some of the best new books for you to choose from all of the books are so good you can't go wrong and i mean that wholeheartedly when we were picking like our selects for this i was like this I like all of them this is hard and I literally coordinated with Melissa and I was like okay so these are like my top ones I'm assuming they will be yours so don't pick the same one as me so then we can swap afterwards and that's what we did so we got the ministry of time by Killian Bradley and we also received the return of Ellie Black by Emiko Jean the ministry of time is like people are calling it like if you're a fan of Outlander and like spy novels or time traveling books it's quoted from town and country saying it's really innovative fun storytelling the ministry of time is definitely for you and listed as 45 of the must-read books for spring 2024 and then harper's bazaar also said part time travel romance part spy thriller and 100 percent multifaceted joyride <gasps> when i tell you that i was like sold we're also excited about the return of ellie black and this one is about a missing girl who returns but that isn't the end of the story it's only the beginning. We both like a, a, a detective book. This one is uh, 20 years since Detective Chelsea Calhoun's sister vanishes. Ever since, Chelsea has been searching for signs for closure for other missing girls. But happy endings are rare in Chelsea's line of work. 
which that sounds so intriguing. And I'm looking forward to reading this novel so much. Can't wait. And we're so excited to usher in this new sponsor. And we know y'all are already going to love this. Plus, we've been recommended this so many times. Mm-hmm. So I, I we, we've already got fans in you. Try the service yourself at bookofthemonth.com and you can get your first book for $5 with code PEDALS. That is your first book, $5 at bookofthemonth.com using code PEDALS. We are back from our break and we're getting to the rest of the calls. Hey, Megan and Melissa. Um, I listen to every single episode of this podcast. I just want to tell you guys that I love you guys so much. And I'm very excited because this is my first time calling. Um, So I am 20 years old and my pronouns are she, her. And the other person in this story is also 20 and goes by she, her pronouns as well. So just to preface, this girl and I have been friends since the very first day of seventh grade. And we've been friends throughout high school, college, and university. So I've been friends for like around 10 years now. Um, I never really had a fight with her, but this year we've just had a couple issues and they've all kind of stemmed since her political views have become a little bit more apparent. Um, we never really have political conversations with each other. Like if we're talking about it in a group, she usually stays quiet and doesn't really say anything, but I can tell through some stuff she posts on social media and through her family's ideologies that she is pretty right-leaning. Um, this has become an issue recently because sadly the pandemic has become very political and of course her right-leaning views lead her to not take COVID very seriously. Um, I really haven't seen her much throughout the pandemic, so um, it hasn't really been a problem until something happened back in January. Um, COVID in my area was really under control at the time and the cases were very, very low. So a couple of my friends decided to book an Airbnb but only unless every single person got tested beforehand. Um, We all got tested, wrote in the group chat that we got our negatives, and we went to the cottage. So everything was really awesome there. Nothing happened. It was just two or three days, and then we come back. So the problem is that a friend who was also at the cottage this week tells me that the original girl had never actually gotten tested and lied to every single one of us. Um, this is extremely upsetting. I know, I know we disagree on certain things, but this was really crossing a line for me. Um, I'm extremely non-confrontational, but I really, really need to bring this up. Um, I would really love it if you guys could give me insight and on how to go about it, what I should say, and just overall what to do with the situation. I feel like I'd be more capable of being a bitch over the phone rather than to her face, but it would really help me if you guys gave me insight on how to react to this. I, she is a really good friend to me and we're extremely close. So I don't want to, I really don't want to lose her and I don't want to cut her off just because of this, but I really need to like put her in her place and let her know just how fucked up it was and how it upset me. So I, I would love it if you guys could help me just how, how to bring it up, how to call her out and how to do it properly. Thank you so much. I love you guys. Oh, this is really, I'm really having to like, the thing be is, creative. Um, us two probably aren't the two people <laughs> to ask about how to be nice about things. Like I literally send my sister stuff when I have to be nice so she can proofread it and make it nicer. Yeah. So, and I mean, you can see. 
That's a good idea. Megan would have reacted. I, this I clearly happened. don't do that. She would have called these, this person out online. <laughs> yeah, I would have. Gave really them a would've. nickname. Yeah, Gooby. <laughs> I'm not over that. Um, uh, here's a thing that like really sucks is you can't like make her understand or make her like, I think it's really hard with friendships and stuff like that because like, I think I don't have the correct answer of like, I don't know how to come from it personally from a place um, of really showing how serious something is and how much it hurts me and affects me without potentially jeopardizing that friendship. Like, I don't know how to like, personally, that's something I'm good at is getting my point across. I'm like a very extreme person. So like, I don't know. I, I, yeah, I don't, I don't necessarily know what, how the right way to talk to her about it is because like you, you want so many things out of this conversation. You want to maintain this friendship. You want her to know how serious this is. You want this, you want her to understand you. Um, and you want her to know how badly this hurt you and other people, how it's like not correct. You want to put her in her place. Um, and you also want to do it nicely and all of that. Like, it's just, I think it's, it's, you know, her better than anyone. And I think if you can like take a step back and address it yourself, that's not just this situation. Like, look at everything else. Like, are you worried about coming on too strong? Because, you know, if you push a little too hard, like, is she pretty far? Like, is she really, is she right wing, right leading so much that that's the reason why you don't have these conversations? Like, are you afraid if you have a conversation with her where you're expressing your full views and you're not kind of like, I don't know if placating is the right word, but you're not kind of just like, if you know, if you have this conversation and you are honest that this friendship might be in jeopardy. Like, do you feel like you're the one holding it together? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I just, I don't understand how you can have a friendship or a relationship with someone that you don't have the same um, values as. Yeah. And I think if you are Canadian, there is like, there is some difference. Like I can't speak on it the same way that like I would if this was like, an American like Trump supporter in that. I know there are, I mean, I know like there's a lot of, there's Alberta, there's a lot of parts of Canada that are like incredibly um, like pro-Trump, not saying all of Alberta at all, but like from what I've learned, there there are these different pockets and areas and right-leaning. I'm not, I'm not, I'm ignorant to not say, I don't know totally what that, what right-leaning means in terms of, like where you are also like what province you're in and like what you know what I mean like mm-hmm. I don't know what the what that is like because I agree I also think that not being able to talk with friends about something as like massive as like and this I think is where the pandemic has really crossed over into this and that because people made a political issue like it's a moral issue. So like for me, like not being able to feel confident that my friend cares about my health and my well-being and everybody else is around me, like that to me is a big moral failure and like a really big like moral difference. And I don't know how many other political issues are like that where you are. I know where we are. <laughs> That's like human rights issues and political like 
they're it completely become like they become political mm-hmm. when they shouldn't be. It's no, more not just at all. Like, they're not yeah. political so, issues, but they've been made political issues because of money, essentially. Yeah. So I think like it's hard to know because like when we talk about like disagreeing on how people can disagree on politics and it's like, oh, we all agree that like we should have universal health care. But some people like this is the way that I would do it or this is how I feel about this thing. Like, so I don't know where she falls in there because I would have a really hard time thinking of someone as like a good person who falls into the like conservative uh part and people who I know people get so mad when I say that but in America and like so that this is just very different but I mean I think I don't know this sucks because I think like you are wanting to look past this kind of stuff and like you guys haven't talked about politics and you've just again kind of avoided that to maintain this friendship that's not going to work forever because Mm -hmm. she's going to date someone or something's up with her family or things like raising kids or whatever like this is an inevitable thing that comes up at some point the same way that it does in romantic relationships like the same thing with like different religious like religious views and relationships like there are these things that like at a certain point it doesn't it becomes bigger than that person. Like it becomes like her family and her views and like what she moves on with all of that kind of stuff. So I think like the conversation, I mean, I would do it over the phone. I think meeting up in person, I don't think that she's vaccinated. <laughs> um, oh, but true. Yeah. And I also think that like, even if she is vaccinated, I think like that kind of would show that you would trust to believe that she had gotten vaccinated when she'd already lied to you before. I think it shows much more of like a consistent statement and feeling for you if you do it over the phone. Maybe I would FaceTime um, and I would just like tell her like, I'm really disappointed. Like that was like a really hurtful thing that you would be so callous about everyone else's boundaries and their health and safety and what they wanted. And like, that was such a selfish decision. And like, I'm like heartbroken and I'm like really sad that, that you would do that. And like, I think like we need to have a serious conversation about like what you're like, what you're thinking about this. And I'm happy to share like articles to get you more educated and informed on this, but like, I'm not okay with you putting people's lives in danger. And like, this is something really serious and you did it to me. And like, I hope you know how much that like, you really hurt me. And like, I hope you can know that like, there are things that I need from you. And like educating yourself on this, like, for our friendship, like, it's just it's a huge issue. Yeah, maybe even play this call. (laughs) Yeah. Because you went over all your view, like, bullet points of why it hurt you why she lied. The biggest thing to me is that she lied. Like, there's no trust there. She lied. And I think that also subconsciously, even for the caller, maybe like to me, I'm like, that to me shows a weak spot that you might be open to changing your mind about something because you're not that confident in you, you are either a complete deranged asshole or you're not so confident in your decisions when it comes to a group collective voice that's feeling the opposite. Like that, that might be like, you don't have enough to back it up. Like yeah. you don't have 
also your friend that she told that it was a lie how what's their feeling towards this and they could be there with you if that's what you want or it could be like you broke everyone's trust and potentially put our health at risk yeah I mean yeah I would do it one-on-one because I think she might feel ambushed and I don't think that like she forgot that's not what we're going for we're trying to keep the friendship that's what I mean I'm like (laughs) we're trying to keep the friendship would I call her in with every other person on the line and then take turns going in on her yes would I have already been like I never want to see your face again yes but you're trying to keep this friendship. And I do think that there is something to be said about people who aren't confident in their choices and their opinions to really publicly stand by them. Um, Most of the time I've found that those are the people who are, who, who are pretty easily influenced by like their family members or people that they've dated. And those are, there have been seeds of doubt planted in their minds. And I think that like, maybe you can get to her that way but i think if she doubles down but i think you have to have like this conversation needs to be like this is what really hurt me but then you need to have a conversation about politics with her like you've avoided talking about this with her for so long and that's not helpful for either of you like anytime people are like oh we put like my politics aside like i'm not gonna like cut off my friends who like don't have the same belief system as me like how else am i supposed to like how else are they supposed to change their minds You have to actively work on that. Otherwise, that these people are being rewarded for having like shitty, terrible views. Like if if you want to. There's like, yeah, sure. There's some people who can like look past political views. I don't uh, relate or understand that at all. But I think if you have friends who have different views than yours and you feel like it's important for you to be a figure in their life so they can change their views, that's not a passive thing like. That's not, it's not like being ambushed or bombarding them every day, but you have to have those conversations because inevitably it's going to come up. Mm-hmm. And like, what if she doesn't vaccinate her kids? And then it's like, you know, and yeah. you guys are just friends. Like what, like, do you want her in your, what, what if you have like a massive falling out? She doesn't vaccinate her kids. She wants tries to come to your wedding. Like, you know, like there's just all these other things that I think it's important to I think it's really important to talk about that kind of stuff. Hi, Megan and Melissa. I'm 21 years old and my pronouns are she, her. And I've gotten myself into a pretty complicated situation over the past year. Uh, so I'm a closeted Hispanic lesbian. My close friends and very few close relatives like my cousins and my brother know about my sexuality. Recently, however, being closeted has become more and more suffocating. I'm really tired of hiding and I feel like I'm going to accidentally out myself if I don't come out soon. My parents say they're accepting of gay people, but they express disgust in seeing only queer people in media like TV shows. And my mom has said lesbians are predatory and unnatural. I know that telling them would already complicate my home life. And my mom would likely cry and be depressed because she thinks her daughter is going to hell. My dad would probably be angry, but I think they would eventually get over it. They both have brought up the possibility of me being a lesbian to my brother multiple times, so I think they're expecting it by now. The problem is that I've been in a relationship for almost three years. Me and my partner's relationship was long distance up until one year ago. Last year, my girlfriend, whose pronouns she, they, ended up getting outed to her parents. When they found out, she had to drop out of college due to a lack of financial support from her family and move across the country to live in California, which is where I am, due to the toxic environment that she ended up in after being outed. 
since I was the only person they knew here and were mid-pandemic, I ended up introducing her to my family so that they didn't end up alone during the holidays. Since then, they've been around my family, and my family loved her. She sleeps over regularly and talks to my mom whenever she comes over. I know that having her around has been a really bad idea, but whenever I had friends over, they slept over, so this didn't seem weird to my parents at all. My dad has helped her through buying a car and navigating insurance, and she no longer has her parents to ask questions about adulting to. My parents know that she had to move here due to a toxic family environment and felt bad and continued to help her whenever she needed help. But now I can't come out without having to tell them that she isn't a friend and that we've been together for years. I don't want them to hate her since she still has nobody but me and my family. And I can tell that she's also tired of hiding. So I need to do this not just for me, but for our relationship because she lost everything because she wants to be with me. And I'm still too afraid to tell them. Do you have any advice for how I should come out in a way that won't blow up in my face completely? I'm also stuck here for another semester of college, so I have to wait or come out and deal with that. Any of the listeners also, please help me. Thank you. First of all, if you are not in our Facebook group, um, please request to join if you have a Facebook. And if you send us, um, send me a DM on my personal and like, let me know what your name is and I'll get you in as like fast as possible because I think it would be great for you to talk to um, some other uh, people in the Facebook group who are in similar situations or can relate it on a level that we can't. Um, but this is, this is a lot. Like This is a very tangled weave that has been woven because she yeah. has been at your house and stay the night and your parents know her. Oh. I think first and foremost, um, wait till you're done with your se- the next semester with your with college. Yeah. yeah, you have waited this long. At this yeah. point, you might as well. And it even sounded like from your reaction there that like that's kind of what your gut is telling you that like wait for that. Um, and I think that like I would. I mean, again, like this is like I'm coming at this from a place of not having personal experience with this but i if you feel comfortable i mean i would you're you've said that your brother has been asked a bunch of times if um like if you're if you're a lesbian like your parents are asking him a lot i would have your brother kind of have a conversation with them and be like what and what would that be like and if she and like if she was kind of just to like gauge a little bit more of their reaction that is not when you're when you're not there and have that and I would say having a conversation talk to your partner if your partner if they're comfortable if they want to be there for that conversation like you guys need to decide that like both of you need to decide together if that's something like do you want your partner there do you want your girlfriend there while you're having that conversation and does do they want to be there like does she want to be there so then there's that i would say i think um i don't know again as somebody who would be like just a supporter on the outside i if i was your brother i would want to be there so i could like support you in that conversation but it's also about what what you want and what you need from that because I think I think this is hard because you have a lot of plates spinning in the air of 
you are now worried about what this is going to be with your relationship with them and your girlfriend's relationship with them. But that if there is something that happens and just because they've kind of taken her in and been really great to her as somebody who has a family like that in my life, but obviously it's not like, that's how Sydney's parents are with me, but like Sydney and I obviously aren't, there is no romantic attachment there. If she had any issues with her parents, despite like my closeness to them and everything like that, like that's her, I would support her for that issue. So I think as much as you can, not to try and make decisions that are like, they, these are your parents. And just because they stepped in there for her, like if this is traumatizing, it's not about you protecting her. I think that this needs to, this also needs to really be about like you and that you both need to be supporting each other and you're not doing or say like doing anything that's not, I don't know, like if this goes badly, letting yourself grieve and yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I don't know. What do you think? I think that they might already have an inkling because they've already been asking your brother. Yeah. And if they're asking that, then they, if they think that you might be a lesbian and then they see this close friend that has a toxic relationship with their parents that moved across the country to be in the same place that you are, they might already know. And they're just waiting on you. And but, you know, yeah, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, I was going to say, but if you really, if you're afraid that they're going to do the same thing that your girlfriend's parents did, I, I would wait. Yeah. I would, yeah, make sure that, like, I think that, and I think it sucks that, like, I think you're saying that you, you think that they would come around and be supportive. I also think that this kind of situation is for them. I would really hope that they would be able to see, because I think you're right. I think deep down they do know. And it's like, okay, our like this, this quote unquote friend of our daughter, we think our daughter's a lesbian, a lesbian. Our daughter has this friend who, like you said, like has been kicked out by their family. Do we want to do that? Like, do we want to do that exact same thing to our kid? Like we've seen what we've seen, what a wonderful person, like what a wonderful person their their again, friend, their partner is and that their parents are missing out on that relationship because of this thing. Do we want to do that again? Like, do, do we want to do we that exact do that same thing? Yep. But I think like the space for those conversations, I think the physical space is the best, so, like not living there at the time. I think if you can like go over for like to go and talk to them and be have who's there, who you need to have be there. I think they've got like supportive family members. Then you said you had some like cousin, like anyone who is supportive in that. Um, I think if you can have those people there with you um, and have that conversation and make sure that you and your girlfriend, you guys are set up with like your own place and all of that. So in like the fingers crossed, hoping that their immediate reaction is like wonderful and great. And like all this is, is a wonderful, like liberating experience. 
and brings you all closer. But if it is something that is going to take a little bit longer for them to come around that, 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 that mindset and like those words and everything, like you can shut that door and leave that place and you don't have to go upstairs and go to bed and all of that. And kind of like keep a good physical distance and separation from that. even maybe they don't have you know like an inkling that she's your partner but then you tell them and then they're and i'm guessing they're you know super religious which is why they have the views that they have and they're like you know we're we always knew that but now you've had we've always known that you were a lesbian but you brought someone in your in our house that you've shared your room with like you spent the night with them like they could feel betrayed because of that so i just think you just got to be cautious and see weigh what's more important to you right now yeah and you know to avoid that too if you want to i'm like i'm very okay with um especially in these kinds of situations where it's like incorrect, like, you know, like bigoted worldviews or whatever, or like homophobia, racism, all of that stuff. Like, I think it's also kind of okay. I think it's okay to tell people in stages and kind of lie for that shit. So if you don't feel comfortable saying, oh, we've been dating for three years, if it's like, we're going to say that we only started, like we moved out and then we realized we had feelings for each other and we started dating. Like, I think that you don't have to, you can gauge a situation in the moment too if they start asking questions um, that make you feel like this isn't a lie what I'm going to tell them. Like it doesn't, I'm not like, this is what I'm, this is what I feel comfortable with saying and their like response and their reaction. Like just know that you don't have to be so, so 100% forthcoming if um, you can, yeah, you can cater how much truth you tell them in order what's going to be the safest situation for you and for your relationship with them and what you're comfortable with at the time. But this is tough and I I wholeheartedly feel for you, but I would also really make sure you have a conversation with your partner because it does sound like you are um, holding a lot of like protective nature and feeling for them and not wanting them to feel hurt all over again. And I would know if I was your partner, I would want to know that you felt that way going into telling your parents. So I could be like, this is you. Like, you don't need to worry about me. Like, this is your family. Like, I'm here to support you and all of that stuff. Um, And yeah, same thing with like your cousins and your people who know in your life and all of that. And yeah, making sure that you're surrounded by other people who really love you and care for you. Um, And yeah best of luck let us know how it goes um and and yeah time for don't blame them woohoo so don't blame them this is where a listener will call in with their own advice from um that they have on that we their own advice they listened to the episode they heard a call they were like Yes, not this episode. <laughs> they listened to a previous episode and they were like, I've got some great advice. Maybe they've been through a very similar situation. They have more personal experience than we do. 
or maybe they they missed something or there's just something that they heard and want to touch on and give their own advice. So what episode is this one from? This is from season eight, episode one. And they give oh, wow. a summary. I forgot that season eight, that was that last episode? Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. Wow. Because you we haven't heard eight yet. And you said, now that we're in season eight, I'll remember. That yeah, no, I didn't. Long. No, I did. That's what I mean. I was like, <laughs> I knew that seven, like we've been seven, we've been hearing seven over and over and over yeah. again. So we're officially yes, eight. Yes, this is the first one. Yeah. Okay. Hi, guys. I am calling in response to a call, um, season eight, episode one. It's about the girl who childhood best friend is in a toxic relationship and she's not sure if she can be friends with her anymore if she's dating the guys that she's with and I am actually the best friend who was in the toxic relationship um I am 21 and I was dating a guy that was much older than me and just so emotionally abusive and isolated me and um I really ended up losing like a majority of my good friends because of the manipulation and he had convinced me that you know he was the only one I could trust and that all my friends were fake and you know now that I'm out of that relationship I would never would have expected any of my friends to stick around for that I mean when you're in there in the moment it can seem like a you know a slap in the face when your friends don't want to be around you anymore but you can't expect someone to put up with so much just um, for the sake of, you know, making sure you're okay in a certain situation. So while she might feel obligated to be this girl's friend because she doesn't, you know, want to leave her when she's in the middle of a toxic relationship, as long as you make it clear to her that, you know, when this relationship inevitably ends, that you'll still be around if that's what you want. And I really think that's all you can do. And it really took me having zero friends to turn to when I was in this relationship for me to get out of it. So, you know, while it might seem hard and it might seem like the wrong decision, you're not a bad friend and you have to put your mental health first. So I hope that helps. Thanks. Bye. That's a great point of view because so much of the time we always have people calling in like when we're talking about like being the friend in the situation. But I don't think we've ever had someone who was like, I was the toxic person. And like, I get it. Like you don't staying friends with me, like being out of that, like that. That's so tough on your mental health. And like that isn't as long as I know you're there in the end, like you actually actively being there through it isn't necessarily going to stop or change anything and just could potentially hurt the friendship more mm-hmm. it makes a lot of sense yep thank you for calling in that is it for our episode i uh, hope you all enjoyed and if you did and you would like to leave us a review on the podcast app we would absolutely love it it makes our day we love reading the nice reviews i like reading the mean ones as well um but please don't leave a mean one because i like reading the nicer ones better also, it messes up our rating. Yeah. No, please. <laughs> so when it's it, it's helpful for us for getting sponsors for the show. And if you want to leave us a review, it makes it makes it makes our day. And if you want to call in for an upcoming episode, you can leave us a voicemail at 310-694-0976. And international listeners, you can send us an audio message at meganpodcast at gmail.com. 
Again, we ask that it's three minutes or less. Write it down, practice, time it out so you know exactly how long it's going to take. Leave as many details as possible, especially your age. We really don't need to know your zodiac sign unless you have so much extra time at the end and you want to throw it on in there. Um, and let us know your pronouns, everybody in the stories, pronouns, 18 or over. I don't know if I've already said that. And we also are on Patreon. If you want to support the show, you can donate however much you want to donate a month. We have two different tiers, a $1 tier and our $5 tier, our $5 tier. You can join us for live streams. We literally just like a Zoom. We all hang out twice a month and just like talk. And it's so much fun. And we like, we just like know each other's lives. And it's like a, mm-hmm. it's a, it's like a great time, especially if you are, um, looking to like you know crawl back into like a social scene like it's a good in between of okay social life or you're like fuck a social life i would like to maintain everything on zoom because it is on zoom and you also don't have to join if you would just like to donate some money to the show to help us run the show and if zooms aren't your thing and then our one dollar tier is all the videos so you can see how garbage i look today and how garbage my apartment is. You're blocking most of it, though. I know. It's strategic. Know. It's very strategic. It's impressive, though. Thank you. Um, and what else? Our Facebook group is open to join. Make sure you please read we should probably all change the questions. Our question. Oh, yeah, we should. We should do that. But make sure you're, like, are reading them yeah. thoroughly. Also, don't give, like, one word not even answers but like sounds that would be emitted out your mouth what like for the black lives matter thing people just say like you yeah no that's (laughs) that's not an answer no and like the reason why like we i i we're not like judging to see if you're funny or this isn't like don't try to be funny just be honest be honest and also be straightforward so like sometimes like if there's a quippy way to say something that's like ha 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 i think that they'll appreciate this we would rather you just be like really straightforward because um it's it's about like protecting the members of our group so like while you might say something that like i can interpret as an answer like i think this is what she's saying we're on the same page and like this is funny I'm not going to accept you. It's so much easier when it's just like really straightforward and to the point. Cause like the reason why we're very, we're such sticklers with our questions in the group is not, um, I don't want to say it's not so much judging like you as like a person. It's more like we're protecting the people in our group. So we have to make sure that like we're, you're being vetted and like, you need to help us out with answering these questions well. Oh, also, Facebook has been deleting a lot of things that are just dumb. So if your <laughs> stuff is getting deleted, sorry. I don't know why it's deleting it. Um, also, if you are saying something about somebody being trash, write it backwards. Everybody will get it. Yeah. Can't do that one. I think we also figured out we could do um, emojis. Oh, yeah. So that's like a good compromise. But yeah, follow us on Instagram, our own personal, as well as the podcast. And what do you want to promote? TikTok. Follow (gasps) me on TikTok. Oh my gosh. Follow me on TikTok too. I'm going to be posting every day. I mean, I've loved your recent TikToks. Thank you. The naked Um, one was funny. Thank you. 
I really enjoyed that one. Um, and I, I was like looking so close in your glasses, being like, "Girl, can I see a oh, reflection?" I, I double checked. I, I knew double you checked. did, but I was yeah. like, I was like, I have. <laughs> I I know she did, but I'm like, is this where you? I thought you might have been cheating it or something because I was like, this is hard. I, I I angled the computer just right and then the phone just right. So yeah, yeah, I made the sure. amount of nudes I've accidentally leaked while like taking a picture of like me, like my legs in the bath, and it's like a reflection on that like little silver thing at the mm-hmm. end of the tub, and it's just like a full tit. I'm like, oops. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I didn't post one last night just because I was so overcome about george but i'll be back on it yeah i i have some drafts that i have not posted yet and you know some will probably just stay in the drafts mm. i know what my next one will be it'll be another naked one full love naked, it but blurred <laughs> is it make sure you don't use the tiktok blurring one no no no, no. It, i'm gonna blur it on my computer and then okay. upload because i was gonna say apparently on some you can yeah. you can like they can take them off yeah or you can just be like me and get a spray tan and a vlog and blur my naked body, but not blur my reflection. The window. Yep. I've learned from you. I die. It's so me. And no, I told you no one told me, right? For like a week and a half. Because everybody just thought it was... Nobody Meant thought to, to message me. I like went yep. to... No, I don't even think it was a week, week and a half. I think nobody messaged me. And I was just reading the comments like a day and a half later. And I was like, everyone was like, LOL, like timestamp, like classic Megan. And I was like, Megan did not know. <laughs> and nobody felt the need to tell her. Ugh. Okay. Well, we will see you all next time. Goodbye. Bye. Don't Blame Me is a production by me. Executive produced by Melissa DeMonts, edited by Katrina Henning, and music by Ryan Hunter and Giacomo Picasso. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé irresistible berry chantilly cake and more special treats come celebrate mother's day at whole foods market a lot can happen in the next three years like a chatbot, maybe your new best friend but what won't change needing health insurance united healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times 
Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.